Better this way than that way. It's a burp. Put that in the podcast. (laughs) It started recording already. Oh, it already? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys are welcome. (laughs) We hear topics from politics, social media, academia, friends and family. You wonder about yours and their mentality. Our thoughts and actions aren't in conjunction and realize there may be an obstruction. The sky appears a different shade of blue when we realize we may be in the shadow of an eclipsed view. Welcome to Eclipse Views, where we see what's blocking your view and what it would take to change your views, since we haven't had much luck changing other people's views, right? Right. That's correct. <laughs> this is uh, for self-help through Kaizen, a Japanese term for improvement in small increments. Disclaimer, some hard and difficult topics. If you are easily offended, this may not be for you. There are, there are some t- sometimes some hard topics, some hard truths. And if you are not ready for it, I suggest maybe you revisit at a later time when you feel more prepared. Um, I'm going to introduce myself, Salvador Melendez, my wife. Veronica Melendez. And today we actually have our, our child here, hopefully. Hopefully he, we're, we're good. <laughs> I think he'll be good. And I think he's going to fall asleep, but it's okay. <laughs> and our guest is? Oh, I'm Carla Ramos. Carla Ramos. And we've known, I've known her since, well, more at work, but I think I knew you before, right? Like from UTEP. UTEP. Yeah. Um, and I've known Vero since high school. Woo! Mustangs! <laughs> oh what was the thingy? I, I don't even know. know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, we like to leave anything, any other labels, like as far as what you do till the end of the, of the podcast, to try to leave out biases. So we're all just citizens, colleagues, professionals, consumers, friends, family members, teachers, learners, and just human beings. I got into this through street epistemology, <laughs> trying to um, figure out how you came to a stance through Socratic questioning. Are those reasons still legitimate for you to hold that belief or stance? Uh, conjectures just forming an opinion based on incomplete information. So how do you know when you have enough evidence to form an opinion? Okay, our topic for today is unlearning. Okay, and um, we're gonna give you a scenario and on a scale of one to 100, actually one of them is different today, but on a scale of one to 100, I want you to tell me gut instinct where you would land on that scale from that scenario. So okay. which one's the most like? Yeah, I'll tell you right now oh, during, okay. during the scenario, but trying to think about it too much, then at the end, we'll revisit it, see if your number changed at all. So even if, even if you changed your mind a little, that's okay, remember that was Kaizen, changing it through small increments and okay. not that. So here's the first scenario. And maybe, hopefully, it's not too real. <laughs> you marry someone from outside your, of your culture. Their culture is important to them, and yours is important to you. And culture also can mean, like, lifestyles or whatever. Uh, some things in their culture goes against yours and vice versa. They have now asked you to do something that goes against your culture slash beliefs slash lifestyle. On a scale of 1 to 100, how likely are you to change slash adapt to this new situation? One, one being not likely at all and 100 being very likely. 
I would say like maybe 25, maybe, because I like to, do you want me to explain it or? Sure. Because I like to see myself from the other person's perspective or like put myself in their shoes. But if it's something that I can't um, come to terms with, you know, like to mm -hmm. change my mind about because it's something that it's like a ingrained belief or moral stance, yeah, I probably can't. So it's pretty low. Okay. Pero? Uh, I'm going to put myself at 50 um, because there are several different um, topics, right? So lifestyle, it could be just the way that they want something around the house. And yeah, maybe I could adapt to that. It could be something of like a religious view. I'm probably not as likely to adapt to that, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm putting myself right in the center of it because I think that it is situational. It depends. Um, <clears throat> I do know that with cultural beliefs, I mean, if you're married to this individual, you're marrying their family, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it comes, it's a village with some, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that that's where it can be real difficult because like how happy are you gonna make your spouse? Or how happy are you going to make the family and yourself? You know, so there's a lot of components to it, I think. Sometimes you're just not compa compatible with something. Yeah. You just have to come to terms with it. Mm hmm All right. I'm probably going to go at about... A 15, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Even lower than me. I thought I was Janet. I thought I was low. <laughs> I guess it just depends. And I guess also I'm good with the... Most of the time, I'm good with like, like I'm, I don't want to force the other person to adapt either. But like, I feel like usually I already thought of different ways as to why I've already decided to do it this way. And like, unless you can throw another perspective in there for me to change it, I feel like I've already like in my head gone through a bunch of the different scenarios. Like. Uh, yeah, and if you're not good, if you're not willing to either accept my position or, or slash, adapt your position, then, then we don't need to have this relationship. Like, like you go your way and I go yeah, my way, and that's it. It's hard. Um, all right, so good. That's the one. And then the next one, since our topic is unlearning, which is more difficult? So this one's a different scale. This one goes from negative ten to 10, so zero being completely equal. Which one is more difficult, learning or unlearning? Zero being, oops, I didn't put which one, a zero, I mean 10 being, negative 10 being? Unlearning. Unlearning, and then 10 being learning. What? Uh, who, should, who should go first? You can go. Um, I think unlearning is harder. Unlearning it's more is difficult. Harder. Yeah, so I guess negative 10. The whole negative 10? Yeah, it's, I mean, okay, we'll go with negative 8. Yeah. But let's give it some wiggle room. But I think, yeah, it's pretty, pretty difficult to unlearn something, especially if it's been ingrained in you your whole lifetime since birth, probably. Yeah, that's rough. Middle? Feeling optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a negative five. Um, I 
like to think that I'm adaptable. <laughs> I think that I, I'm flexible. I think that I'm open-minded. Um, I might fight it a lot, but then I, I'll process it. And was the question on learning in general or on learning yeah. for myself? In general, well, okay. yeah, I guess in general. For all peoples. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I'll stick with that. I don't think that it's completely like uh, maybe a, like at a negative ten. I don't think that it's impossible otherwise. Well, or I guess how shoot. different how different would your number be then if it was just for you versus everybody else? I like to I like to think I am I'm willing to unlearn a lot of crap because I've just I have done that already. So maybe. I'll put myself at a seven. <laughs> I am willing to unlearn a lot of stuff. Negative seven? No, positive. Like, oh, a seven. seven. Yeah, that I am willing to adapt and change. Is okay, no, no, no. So that would mean that it is easier to learn instead of unlearn. I don't understand now. <laughs> I'm so lost. Okay, yeah, I am willing to unlearn often if you know you tell me no i guess like let's say you're blanket something you have no idea how to do like what's do you have anything you're interested in now that that Cro you have no crocheting okay something like that so <coughs> if you learned something you learned the way and like you learned one way and then later you figured out that you learned it wrong mm. Now you have to unlearn that. So which do you think is harder? Learning it to begin with, like even though you learned it the wrong way the first time, or unlearning that wrong way? Unlearning it still. <laughs> yeah. Because as a musician, that's like, if you learn something wrong, you're screwed. <laughs> it's like you, uh, you have to, yeah, like go back to basics, I guess. Yeah. And that's really hard for a lot of people to do. Mm -hmm. OK. So you still stick with your number, your negative eight? Sure. Okay. I'll play it by the negative eight, two. All right. So moving on. So, how do you know when, when to unlearn something? Usually, when it affects something bigger than me, or if if it's something that I have no idea about, like another culture, for example, mm -hmm. and like just maybe I had a misconception, and I have to be open to it. Um, especially from other people's point of view, like if they they tell me something I did hurt me, hurt them. Uh, you know, to me, I wasn't doing it to hurt them, but I have to kind of shift my mindset and be like, okay, I understand where you're coming from, and so yeah. Yeah. Um, for me personally, it's when it affects the people that I love the most. Right, so like my immediates. Um, when something I know is going to affect or impact them negatively, that's when I know, okay, it's time to unlearn. But it, sometimes it's not without a struggle, right? Like, I think there's a lot of struggle to it, but I'll do it. Did you see a bug? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. We're, <laughs> we're at a, 
<laughs> remote location. We're not in our usual location. We're in Ridoso, New Mexico in the, and, uh, in so, the wilderness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. To me, I'm freaking camping over here um, because there was like three spiders. So I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't sleep last night, so I'm exhausted. <laughs> because every time I shut my eyes, I literally could see like freaking spiders you crawling around. Them all over Dude, here. I was scratching all night and like, oh, no, no. It I was, slept next to a de- daddy long legs like carcass i didn't even pick it up i just left it there oh my god <laughs> abel killed it and then like left it there he was like i don't have the energy to put it outside right now so. <laughs> why didn't yeah, you do it i can't pick them up i can't like can't vacuum it. it you can't vacuum it oh Nothing my god with, like tissue like like a tissue yeah because yeah. we were going to bed i was like so oh. does he just grab him by like <laughs> No, no, he grabs a cup and like, you know. Oh, it was alive? Uh, Yeah, it was walking across my my dresser. You said carcass. Yeah, so it died? I thought you said carcass. Well, Abel hit it. Oh my God. He hit it with my chancla. I was like, here, kill it. And then he killed it. Poor thing. I feel really bad. Oh, God. (laughs) They're really good for the environment. (laughs) They kill other bugs. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, the ones that were here were not dying long legs. Why can't they kill bugs (laughs) non-creepily? Yeah. <laughs> like Horror. on my doggy gate, there's a there's a big spider web now. I'm like, <laughs> okay, just. <laughs> oh no, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Like I made sure that I wouldn't touch the spider first. But <sighs> you see, I just. <laughs> you adapt. You it's learn. my mind. It was just my. It's my brain, man. Like it doesn't turn off, and I was just like, oh. Girl, I've seen like spider webs like in the corner of my room. And I'm like, okay, you stay over there. I'll stay here. We're good. No, no and I'm. Do. We'd have to have an exterminator. A live-in, a live-in in exterminator. <laughs> well, my dad's an exterminator, so he bought me the whole little pumpy thing and poisons and. Yeah. Dude, I don't even know. Like, if like, like sniper it from like across the. Yes, <laughs> the bug assault. <laughs> I can't. I can't coexist with them. Like, I, well, back home, right? It's like if you're outside, I'll leave you alone. Yeah. Because they're really good for for eating other bugs and stuff. But if you come inside. Mm-mm. You're dead. Sorry, bud. Like, you're you're gonna have to learn. My dad's an exterminator, by the way. If you guys need. Nice. <laughs> cool. Thank you. No. <laughs> Throw that out there for him. <laughs> In El Paso. Yeah. All right. For oh, those yeah. of you that are listening, also, do you have another name? <laughs> well, it's Waves Pest Control Company. All right. <laughs> <For> Lee's Travels. <laughs> waves. Waves. Because he said that the sprayer it sprays it in like waves. <laughs> Oh, that was very, that was very, very squavies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back on topic. Sorry. Um, so that's all right. I like the tangents we go on sometimes. So how do you know when you have to learn something? So both of you said something when it hurts other people or whatever. You know, when I, I, I I'm going to be honest, I unlearned a lot because it affected me. That was, <laughs> was, was going to be my next part. Like, how do you know, like, what if it's not affecting others? Like, what if it's just affecting you or or how do you even come to the realization that it's affecting you and you should unlearn it Mm -hmm. you know like how did you figure some of those out Mm. through social media really (laughs) like (laughs) when people would mention something at a deep dive do these uh go down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. like every single feminist page for example and then like read all of their posts just go back for long, and I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense, you know? So I haven't learned a lot of programming that way or by talking to other people. Like, I've talked to Abel a lot and 
listening to other people's perspective. Um, like, there's, do you guys know what Reddit is? Mm-hmm. Like, I follow a lot of Reddit, um, especially on YouTube. I just, instead of listening to podcasts all the time, I listen to YouTube too. And I listen to Reddit threads that, like, men, what is something that affects you and nobody really knows about it or nobody really talks about it? And I listen to that and I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, it's a lot of things that you as a woman don't really think about that affect men and I'm like yeah. social justice for men too one <laughs> <laughs> that actually popped into mind that I think I forgot who it was with but we had said it and then Red was like what I never even thought of that it was was guys having to pee with khakis on oh yeah yeah you guys can yeah <laughs> well we can but it's just it's more dangerous yeah. <laughs> yeah like now I've heard men say wear dark pants more often than not Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, that yeah, like you bring up a good point because I that that does show both sides of it. I think even not 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 that the feminist movement and stuff like that doesn't have their valid points, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think some points try to reach more than they should. Like, okay, I think you're kind of making a stretch for that, or just trying to add more tallies to your thing, and like, mm-hmm. oh, that's there's other stuff that that other not, I don't even want to say men, but just different labels, like all these activist movements with whatever your your um, group is, the other group is also facing some struggle. So what makes your struggle more important than the other mm-hmm. struggle or whatever, too? But I'll, Damn, you all are changing my mind. Like, I'm, I'm learning <laughs> as we go. Um, like, not necessarily with the... Uh, with the the both sides of the story. I totally understand that. And I am working on that personally right now uh, because, I mean, if you all have been listening to the podcasts, you're going to, you hear that I am, I like to take the aggressive, (laughs) the aggressive approach a lot of times. And I'm like, no. And I like very much sticking to my guns. But I am trying to learn Mm -hmm. more about other people and give more people uh, a say I guess because you know everybody has their own struggle and maybe I can learn from them um, but it is difficult unlearning how how you are you know how a, how a person has been brought up for just absolute ton of time mm-hmm. you know and then all of a sudden you're having to reconfigure your brain you're, like your literal brain structure has to reconfigure and so it is who you surround yourself with, too. Yeah. You know, so um, I still work from home. I don't get a lot of, like... <laughs> yeah. I also don't have the opportunity to listen to, like, while I'm working, to, like, a podcast or to books or to whatever. Like, when I'm at work, at my home, I am still working. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be a really good idea to, like, listen to listen to other stuff to get more perspective of like what's going on in the world <laughs> because I'm kind of in my little bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, like Saul will come home and he's like, oh, and this and this and that. And I'm like, oh, well. I didn't even know. Um, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I got like, I get my notifications on my phone, right? Like CNN or whatever. I have several different things that I get notices from, but yeah. it's still taking the time out of my day to read it. Mm-hmm. And I don't. 
like by the time I'm done with work, I'm done. And yeah. I don't want to have any more screen time or... No, you're mentally exhausted too. Yeah, so I don't listen or give anything else input and I think that that's really important like what you just brought up was just like holy crap my mind was like uh oh (laughs) when you said like doing it for yourself like doing what for yourself doing unlearning for yourself Mm. like you both were like oh yeah and I'm like yeah what (laughs) this is real (laughs) um no it's all for everybody else and then I'm like wait a minute I'm important too. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Do I give myself enough time? I feel like I'm no. learning. I don't think I give my, I'm, I'm learning this like right now. <laughs> You're hearing an aha moment from Veronica. <laughs> I don't think I give myself enough time. Like not even and on the toilet. To. I'm like, oh my God, no, hurry up, hurry up, to. hurry up. You know? You, you need a little bit of time carved away for you. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I've always thought of it as like if you're some sort of machinery that does some specific job like you're not going to be doing it as efficiently if you're kind of faulty if you're missing something like if it's a car and you're supposed to be and if it has something faulty like it can still do the job but not as well as if it's Mm -hmm. running on full full potential or whatever it's breaking down yeah and it's gonna break down soon yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think that that's what's happening to Abel too. Like he's, like I've helped him unlearn a lot, I, and and he's having like this midlife crisis right now. Oh, he's no. like, oh my god, what's going on with everything? I can't believe it. Yeah, he's like, I'm helping him because I told. Oh, okay, okay, for like example, um, his mom's uncle died recently, mm-hmm. and he was like, his sister text him or something and he was like let me call my mom and I was like wait what about you how do you feel and he was like oh shit what <laughs> I never even imagined like even thought to have like to take the time to be like how do I feel and it's like yeah like worry about yourself first and then you know it's like the the overhead yeah yeah the that's airplanes. one I always remember too yeah in the airplanes put your mask on first and then you help whoever needs help Jeez, man that's still you're blowing my mind again it's true um, like he needs the space to the, of time to but and that's really really spectacular and wonderful that you give that to him also though well he needs it like the poor guy he's never ever had anything for himself you know, like his family absorbed every bit of him. Like he could, he told me he can't even be sick. Like they were like, "What's wrong? Why are you sick? How do you feel?" Or he couldn't even be, be tired. Why are you tired? What are you doing? It's like an interrogation every single time. It's like, no, you're tired. Cause he apologizes to me. I'm sorry, I'm sick. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm sorry, I can't go. And it's like, honey, no, yeah. you take your your time, get better, feel better. Yeah, I totally understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I know, cause you're a mom. And uh, in the healthcare field. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. All right. Um, well. No, <laughs> <laughs> well. That's why I don't know what to say. That's Mom. why we were like, unlearning. <laughs> we got a lot to process already. Yeah. Abel, we miss you. We, oh. we miss you. Yeah. But you'll listen to this and maybe we can have like a take two on this or something no and i mean he had mentioned the stuff that he wanted to mention so i'll try my best to 
throw that in there sometimes. Okay. Um, so now, um, what are some common things, I guess, already in our culture that you guys think should be unlearned? Where do we start? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No. Okay, number one, taking time for yourself. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like self-care. Self-care is no Self-care. Dope, what is that? What is mental health? Yeah, you know, I think, like, as weird as the COVID year was, I think that's the one that finally made us all realize oh, yeah. the importance of mental health. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because I think everyone was hanging on by a thread, and then that that crap just snapped everybody's threads and we all I, that's why there's a mass exodus of people quitting jobs yeah. of people not no no one wants to work anymore well this oh, is know, why okay. people we were all holding on by a hope and a prayer yeah now it like seems like i think the businesses that will come out of this i guess the super big ones that have no like no matter what like they have yeah. the money to either keep going but now the smaller ones that will adapt to the new like oh yeah well obviously the old format wasn't working or that was making people go nuts then yeah. why not and maybe we're gonna have to change something to make people a little happier or like for know. example for example as in the teaching system right mm -hmm. so many teachers are burnt out but how many more teachers could a state potentially if they threw all their uh, more money, not all of their money, but more money into education, you know, you could have three teachers maybe taking the place of just one teacher. Yeah. And then the teachers wouldn't be as burnt out because it's still a tough career. But yeah, just saying that's one of the things that because when I was okay, we're not mentioning that. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, well, like, I think I've seen some of that to some of uh, one of my coworkers mentioned that too. Well, if you're already listened to other ones, you guys already know what I do, but mentioned throwing more money at teachers and like either, either or, either giving them more money or reducing the workload. But, mm -hmm. and I mean, it would be fine if. I wouldn't say it would be fine, but it would be fine if teachers got a living wage, you know, and worked four hours a day mm -hmm. instead of the eight hours. How yeah. many people would be less stressed? Everyone, not just teachers, you know, all all professions. Yeah, you know what? One thing I I really liked about the COVID year was I don't know how it worked anywhere else, but like in at least in our district, we we were allowed to give them an assignment and as soon as they finished the assignment they were able to to get off and log off yeah and like that's what i would love from even work like yeah like yeah, and, yeah. and i guess i understand that at a school setting is different because they're they're stuck there for a certain amount of time mm -hmm. but in any other job where like this um, is what you have to do this week if you want to finish it all in one day and it's done then you have the rest yeah. of the week off then what the hell's the difference why mm -hmm. should i have to keep coming in just Bullshitting. For yeah, yeah. Just like bullshitting my job. I'm gonna be on on the phone or something yeah. BSing anyways. Like that's exactly. That's so. what they've been having able do. Just sit there and literally sit there. just sit there and wait for a, a new a new password or something. Like just bullshit, trivial crap that you have to do just to get a earn a paycheck. Like make sure you earn that paycheck, people. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's one thing we could unlearn. Yeah. yeah, humanity. <clears throat> the grind, like the, the grind yeah. in the United States, it's nuts. It's like if you're not exhausted, dead, tired, 
you you you'll earn a place in this society. You don't deserve a place in this society. Yeah, which I think is pretty funny much because all the the ones that I would assume think they have earned their place in society yeah. probably don't work as much as the rest. Right? No, yeah. <laughs> so like, I was like, how is this? The billionaire son. What is that fucker doing? Nothing. Or like getting his school paid so that he can get in there because he, all he did was cocaine <laughs> in his teenage years, and he's a dumbass now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Any others, Jenna? Unlearn, Dean, come on. Before we go into yourself, go into something a little more tame, I guess. And mine's a little uh, traditions, but for the sake of tradition, like I'm, 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 cool, I'm cool with traditions. Like, tradition. Yeah, like <laughs> if you have a Christmas tradition, oh, every day, every year we do this or blah blah blah. Like, cool, fine, but there's times when it starts hindering. Yeah, right. or getting in the way of yeah. other stuff, and like, uh-huh. I feel that takes the fun out of it now. So then, what's the point of this tradition if you're just making other people miserable? Like, yeah, I can think <laughs> if it doesn't serve the same purpose anymore, then why keep this tradition just for the sake of tradition that doesn't make sense to me? That I felt was very COVID breaking too. Like it broke with COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't have to go and do this with whatever yeah. yeah you all are still perfectly fine whenever we didn't and it <laughs> have was to participate wonderful, or whatever you know? and, and now so. like oh there's just some holidays like holidays yeah oh we have to get together is it uh, you guys too oh my god it's not just me i thought no. i was turning into the grinch i was like oh, no. really no, why no. do we have to do birthdays every year <laughs> <laughs> your mom's birthday your dad's birthday my mom's birthday my, my dad's no <laughs> I, I know i'm like no. and some of them i'm like you already have everything that you could possibly need yeah and want i don't know what to get you anymore right let me give you something else that's gonna go in a junk pile mm-hmm. let me let me let's just do that or like having to get together it's just so tedious and cleaning <laughs> cleaning the house you have to, have to clean people before over. and then you have and to clean after, after. yeah and then but for like, somebody and I, to still make some comment and that's what i think oh, is so oh <laughs> dude. i'm like well yell at my room because that bitch didn't do it the right uh-huh. way then no just kidding <laughs> Um, but like Pinchy Roomba she's, she's fed up with corporate too I know she's like <laughs> she's like dying bastard yeah. so she takes off her little arms and <laughs> throws them eject <laughs> <laughs> like have you seen Love, Death and Robots there's a machine in the, that becomes sentient it's one of the episodes it's hilarious oh my gosh yeah I know but definitely traditions and all of that stuff too I would appreciate if some other people unlearned it because yeah. this is just like, why can't we just be with the people that we want to be with instead of having to be with other people that yeah. you kind of don't, like, you kind of just don't want to see them. I don't want to hear your voice. Like, why are you here in my home? Not even going to lie. We are thinking of just going down to the courthouse and getting married because we're like, fucking inviting all these people. Yeah, like, yes. screw it. No, <laughs> absolutely. And then people are going to be like, well, you can't have that. And like, yeah. do you Abel's pay my dad. bills? Yeah. Abel's are dad's already. He's already like, no, pero era, tiene que estar bonito. It has to be nice, okay? Why? Are you going to pay I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's like, he'll help with the law. food. We're already common law. We're already yeah, married. No, we Sorry. pretty much are. Yeah. I just, I literally just want to take him, go down to the courthouse, get married. That's it. Boom, we're done. We're done. You said the whorehouse. I was like, whoa. To the whorehouse, and then we're done. Wow, girl, you get it. Get that pony. To the courthouse. Courthouse. Corte. Oh, yeah. Because fuck those wedding traditions, too. No, I'm kidding, man. The hardest one to do for us was 
was the list, the guest list. The guest list, dude. We, Once it was like past a, the guest list, mm-hmm. and then everything else was. It was smooth like, sailing. Yeah, at least compared to how that. many people did you guys have in your wedding, or like attend? Well, guests? we have two hundred, a little no, over two hundred, and huge. we hit a no, our <laughs> freaking guest our list original list, <laughs> about five hundred plus. Months. Sounds super popular. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. I know it. <laughs> Sounds super popular. Really? Yeah. yeah. All, the whole marching band. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all going to walk in. <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. So, yeah, traditions. Um, this one kind of reminded me of from what Abel's message had mm-hmm. said. And let me read Abel's message. Oh, dang it, I need to turn off. I am so sorry. It's because our fantastical neighbors are letting our dogs in, and I said thank you so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> and so part of the, fault. So was a part of the group message, and it's... Um, he had said some, some of the toxic traits that he feels are like, having to unlearn it says for example i've recently learned a lot about what was wrong in my perspective as a man and how i may have been using what i was taught to drive myself at the expense of others or how i was a person or how or how i as a person needed to grow also about how both sides of the issue need a voice a lot about unlearning religion or cultural norms or even through life on how we treat the homeless oh yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's try culture and religion. Culture and religion. Well, okay, I, I can admit that I broke Abel because I showed him the, the Handmaid's Tale. Like, we binge watched that bitch. And I, <laughs> yeah, we no, it is a we rough watch. Because it feels too real now. It's yeah, way, way too real. Yeah, no, but like, he, and, and this was even before Roe yeah. got overturned, but. He was like, I feel so uncomfortable. He couldn't even cuddle me while we were watching it. He was like, just stay over there on your side. I don't want to touch you because this is so dirty. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to life as a woman, too. Because, like, I mean, all everything that has been in The Handmaid's Tale has happened in real life, as the author said. So, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that shows super, super religiously centered, too. So that kind of hit a, hit a hit home, too. Just watching that, he was like, "Yeah, religion's icky sometimes. Sometimes." Yeah, and I get, I get, I get both sides of it, but it it does become of like one of those like again when you're trying to force it down somebody else's mm-hmm. throat, just like kind of like, what do you care if what my decisions are if it's not gonna affect you I guess yeah (laughs) and I mean what are they trying to do convert the whole country convert the world it's it's very totalitarian it's I don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's because they're they're just thoughts and I don't even know how to put words to these thoughts right now because it's so Invasive, mm-hmm. like it's just completely invasive in our, uh, like I am a woman. I am. I 
she, her pronouns, like all of me, like I have a uterus. It worked. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like to, to be so, it's so demeaning. Like you mean to tell me that you didn't come out of your mother? Oh, you didn't have a mom? Like somebody, like have just a, a respect for a woman. Mm-hmm. You realize how fucking difficult it is to bleed Mm-hmm. Every month and to feel like shit every month and put on a smile and not let anybody know about it. It's yeah, ridiculous. it's not like can, we can walk around like, oh, I'm on my period. You know, like, I know, no, and you know, some people can't. do. Some yeah. people do, and then they're like, ew, what a trash person. Yeah, you know, like stop with your judgments. Like it's just ridiculous to me. So I, I do. I have such a hard time <laughs> putting these things into into words. Like even in uh, in in organized religion. Uh, I think that it has become so repulsing to many people. Like um, some new statistics say like, oh, well, more people are agnostic and atheist than ever before in in human history. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like you're overstepping human history. How long has this been around? Mm -hmm. Right? Like what what did these ancient people believe in? Or like just whatever. Um, I think that the organizations are the ones killing their own religion shooting, instead of yeah. looking back onto huh shooting themselves in the foot absolutely instead of just looking at like i don't even know christianity in general like the umbrella before you break it down into the different things that like all of these rules like there's so many rules for everything oh, yeah. that nobody follows and then when you're following it you're still messing up. You're still stepping on other people's feet. Like, you're not taking the whole person into perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you? I, I've reiterated this in so many podcasts. I'm like, just love your neighbors. Like, just why can't you respect somebody? Mm-hmm. Just have a, as much respect as you would for an animal, have it for another human being. And we would probably be better off. Than these people saying, "Oh, well, you can't do this, or you can do this." Like it's such bullshit. Well, yeah, like um, the Abel's nails. He's gotten a few looks, you know. Like he's been, cause he painted them black. He's been sort of ostracized. <laughs> Not ostracized, but like he's been side-eyed by especially older people. They can't handle it. I don't know why. It's like, it's not on your person. He's not forcing you to paint your nails. Why are you bothered by You don't even have to look at them. Yeah, you don't even have to look at them. You you can be like, what's your issue? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. The only, I think, other one, and this is another episode topic we have, is is God's plan. And I think that's one of the misunderstood ones. I, I read a book called Mere Christianity. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it or not? No. It was by it was written by C.S. Lewis, and it okay. it pretty much seemed to me like his dumbed down version of Christianity, like almost a little more layman's terms rather than how wordy the Bible can be and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a really good book. Like I, I, I always tell Vettel, I think this is a book both sides need to read and understand. Is like the actual Christians. Because I think Christians are also misinterpreting stuff in the Bible, and then oh, yeah. also non-Christians are misinterpreting stuff in the Bible. And I think that what I got from that was God's plan is like, is that God's supposed to return, or or whatever Jesus and, but 
through all the sinning that's mm-hmm. gonna make God come back faster. And so I think that's <laughs> that's where the the imposing their beliefs on you comes because like if you if there's this much sinning going on then that he's gonna come back faster and like and then like you mm-hmm. don't want him to come back faster? I thought that's I, that, I, that's I don't what know. you wanted. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that's, that's what you wanted. That's part of the one I'm still I guess misunderstanding or confused about, but well, but the way that everybody interprets the Bible is like with their own agenda, because mm-hmm. even oh my god, and then like this is <laughs> hot take, but <laughs> even uh, I don't know if you saw my post the other day. I think you guys both did that. A pastor was putting like a, a kind atheist deserves head of heaven or is oh, nicer, did, something like that, yes. right? Than uh, the most wicked Christian, whatever. Uh-huh. He's misinterpreting his Bible. Because his Bible says to kill atheists. What do you mean? There's passages in the Bible to kill non-believers or to kill heathens or whatever. You know? So, I mean, his, his heart is in the right place, and I really appreciate where he's at for my people. But I'm trying to remember what... He's still misinterpreting it or, you know... Well, and I mean that's even, the Old Testament too. So yeah, and maybe not that either, because from what I got from the Mere Christianity book was like the way it compared Old Testament versus New Testament was that New Testament, like Old Testament, was almost just the story of what it was then. And once New Testament came, was like the new agreement. Like, all right, we're gonna do kind of away clean with slate. those. Yeah, yeah, kind of clean slate. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna follow these, and and that kind of makes me. I guess that's one of the things I understood from that too. It's like, okay, so the Old Testament stuff was just kind of applies to then because Jesus hadn't come yet or blah, blah, blah. And that and God hadn't that devised his plan yeah. to, and to now, come save us with, with his baby, his son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so after that, I, that's why I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, ex- I'll I can accept it that way. Like it doesn't mean like I, but you know what I mean? Even if, even <laughs> I, I think I mentioned in one of our other podcast episodes that, I think one of the things I for sure got ingrained to me with religion is that Jesus was like a r- ridiculously good person, like under mm-hmm. understatement type stuff. And, and to think some of the ways that some Christians treat other people is yeah. like, that's not like, what would Jesus do? That yeah. is not at all what Jesus would do. So right. it's like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to scratch my leg. How dare you? <laughs> so just trying to y'all, take out a wedgie. You all know is, ah, thank you. I'm holding my our son who fell asleep and the baby and I'm stuck. But he's really comfy, so <laughs> I'm gonna let him. Okay. Um, should we move on? Sure. Oh, you had something yeah. to say? No, no, I don't think I do. I know that kind of uh, that's what I was telling you reminded me of Abel. Well, this one and not not quite directly this one, but uh, just our culture because we come from the same culture being. Hispanic is like machismo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's like a big <laughs> and now I, I don't even know how I guess you even start to try to unlearn that <laughs> and I mean it's hard I think I've seen Abel doing it I guess it how would you define times. machismo for those that don't know mm-hmm. what machismo is how would you how would you define it Toxic masculinity, like yeah, the, the that's pretty good. That's the, the <laughs> translation nowadays. You know, we got a word for it now in English, so that's good. But toxic, toxic masculinity, like men don't cry, um, they don't feel any other emotion except for 
being horny and um, angry, you know, like that sort of thing. Like even even down to the chivalry kind of stuff that women are too weak to open their own door kind of thing. But I mean, then, for example, like I let Abel open my door all the time. I don't mind. Mm -hmm. That's I don't see it as that's yeah, toxic. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think there's a. <laughs> There, there's a difference, I guess, with intent or whatever. Like, if he's doing it because right. you're not you're not worthy to like open the door or something <laughs> like that. It's like, yeah. or you're you can't handle the door. Let let me handle the door. Yeah, no, and like, he's super polite to everyone, so I don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. He he does it across the board to old ladies, old men. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But my brother is very ingrained in the machismo. He's like, I asked him one time, what what size do your kids wear? In clothes, so that I can buy them something, and he's like, "I don't know, but I really take care of them." And I'm like, <laughs> "Bro, like that's that's kind of basic. At least you know, at least one of them know what size they are, what size they wear." <laughs> reminds me of Jimmy Kimmel once. Do you ever see where he goes talk to people out in, in the streets or whatever? Mm -hmm. I think it was. I want to say it was for Father's Day or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think he's there with his like three or four daughters. Yeah. He's like, could you name all of their birthdays or whatever? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's so them, bad. They're all looking at him like, and then one of them is like super obvious, like, come on. And he's like, it was yesterday. <laughs> Oh my god! And he's like, oh, that's right, that's right. And then, like, he's all deer in the headlights, like, oh. No, and then I've seen one where this Mexican dad, he's like, what's your daughter's ages? Uh. And then the mom, yeah. bam, bam, yeah, bam, yeah. bam. <laughs> and then what's their best friend's name? Uh. <laughs> bam, 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 the mom. And you know, like everything, it's like, be a little bit more involved with your kids, man. You, you, you're a parent too. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently apparent. Jeez. Uh, all right, and then um, this one, political views. And that one, I think, seems oh, like digging us more into a hole because, mm -hmm. again, with the biases, is if we were to just... Like, sometimes if you read a headline, but you already saw where it comes from, it's, it's either coming from CNN or Fox News, you're already making... An assumption as to what this is, but if you didn't mm -hmm. like, like you don't know if it's the Democrats or the Republicans or whatever. Like, right. just just make a decision for yourself. <laughs> like, think about just the headline first before where you heard it from or whatever. And like, I don't know. It seems so annoying. So unlearning those things that like mm -hmm. one of these is this way and one of these is the other way. And I guess I get it. Like they have their their trends and that we think of them that way for a reason but mm -hmm. like <laughs> you've but, obviously followed a pattern i mean you can be republican and not follow everything yes. they say or you can be democrat and not follow every single thing they say not agree with every single thing like you can talk against your politicians that's yeah. what they're there for to serve us mm -hmm. <gasps> excuse me that's how it should be <laughs> yeah. right yes. it's like um oh what was it uh Anarchy is the voice of the people for democracy. Something like mm -hmm. that. Like if, if you don't like how you're being governed or run, your country's being run, change it. Like force them out. Of course, now they won't let us because police have military grade stuff and they bomb rioters and stuff. But mm -hmm. I think we're past it. I think mm -hmm. we're screwed. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> We're circling the drain, folks. 
<laughs> that's, that's that's George that's Carlin. Is it a George Carlin? George Carlin, yeah. We just talking about George Carlin. I love George Carlin. Yeah. Oh. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> the that, we were just reading quotes the other day. The one that is now probably going to be ingrained now because I think I, I, mean, I, I, I listen to a lot of his stuff. I want to say post 2000. I mean pre 2016. Mm-hmm. And now post seems like way too real. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, no, he's like, what? Never underestimate the power of stupid people in large, in large numbers. numbers. Oh and then God. we're just out of the jungle. We're monkeys and we don't know what the hell we're doing. It's true. You grow yeah. up and you're like, oh, shit, these other adults don't even know what they're yeah. doing. So why do I feel bad that I don't know what I'm doing? <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, but then, yeah, like some of those adults treat themselves like. They're. Yeah, like. Geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. And what is that about the. There's a term for it, uh, but where you think, where you learn a little bit of knowledge and you're like, oh, I'm an expert expert in uh, this, yeah, and yeah. then the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know that much. Yeah, and I I think I tried to give an analogy, and I wanted to do another kind of episode on this on how much you don't know, but I had given the analogy of let's say you were stuck, you you woke up in a room, doesn't matter what size the room is. But would you know how big the building is from the size of the room you're in? I wouldn't. Maybe other people would. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, giving them the maybe, benefit of the doubt. And even then, there's clues. But like, let's say as you learn that room, like, oh, this does this. And I think of it like as an escape room. Like those of you who've ever done escape room, especially where it opens to another room. Like, mm-hmm. like once you figured out that room and you did something, like, oh, this door opened. Now I'm in another room. Like, oh, this building was a little bigger than I thought. It's like so. And then you keep doing more. And if they were to keep getting bigger, like, how do you know how big, like, how, how big do you know when you've reached the end? Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is this is everything. This is all there is to know here. Right. Oh, that reminds me of that movie. That the house is bigger on the inside than it is outside. One movie. Oh, that's right. Like I forget the name one. of it. They're this. It had Kevin, it was like a was thriller. Kevin Spacey or something. No, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. And Amanda um, Seyfried, or I forget her her name or whatever but yeah they go to this house and then on the inside he like measures it and then on the outside he measures it he, he, he's thrown off by something and then like it's bigger on one side than it is on on the other yeah and it was like that, how does that make sense or it's, whatever it's, <laughs> it doesn't yeah oh um, i was i wanted to touch <laughs> on the politics thing i had actually brought that one up because i think that with everything, it's evolving, mm-hmm. right? And so unlearning and learning has to be a daily thing for for us. I think that if you're not either learning or unlearning on a daily basis, you're, you're stagnant. You're a mm-hmm. stagnant pond of water and you're just gonna rot. <laughs> I mean, even science. Absolutely. Learns we, and unlearns. We had discussed that also, like, um, the CDC releasing so much different information. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh yes, you have to do this, okay. That's gonna prevent you from getting this. Okay, no, no, no. Um, now you have to do this, and people are like, "Oh my God, you keep changing the rules." Oh yeah, because it's we're science, learning more, and science is gonna change. Even though right now I do have a disagreement with the CDC, and uh, it's for like <laughs> development, uh, developmental milestones for children, mm-hmm. and the American Pediatric Association is like, "No, CDC, this is not correct," and the CDC is like, "No, no, no, we're just gonna go ahead and leave that," because now you have the influence of money. Oh, yeah. And that's very dangerous. I think money and power 
are absolutely just stunting our growth as people. It's it's really really unfortunate. The but whole planet, the whole all of humanity is has been stunted because of money and power. It's true. And I wonder I wonder if anywhere else it's yeah. Different. The thing that sucks about all these the thing is that well like we we we've talked about changing behaviors, and I guess as parents, teachers, like rehabilitators, is we see that. To change a behavior, you have to like correct it instantly. You can't wait. Yeah. And the fact with some of these, the fact that they're so slow, like so, um, like tiny increments, like let's say climate change or whatever, it's so tiny that like by the time you realize, like oh shit, climate yeah. change was real. Like apples, you're too late, dude. Like yeah. you're you, <laughs> you can't fix it now. Well, that, I feel like that's what we're in, like in this, <laughs> in this. Uh, exact location that we're we're recording in right now it, Rio Doso, New Mexico is typically cool it's the mountain area um, you have trees, you have water you have, it's named after like the river the, the noisy river, river, like noisy river it's hotter than balls like it is so incredibly hot and there is not an air conditioner in this place <laughs> um, so we're like, okay, open the doors, open the windows, put the fans on, like try to bring in some cool air. What if it wasn't even a little bit cool outside? No, oh, yeah, we'd be screwed. boiling, but and that's ridiculous. Like change with the times. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that no, it's- we had a huge drought here in Rito, so, um starting in like May, April, May. That's why the fires happened. A lot of little fires were breaking out too when we were getting our monsoon seasons. Our monsoon season is out of whack actually right now. It's supposed to happen in July. It's no, it June. can't be because climate climate change does not exist. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, today we went to Grindstone Lake and, the, and our our, neighbor, our neighbors that went with us yeah. were surprised how uh, that last much year, less water there is. It was oh yeah, way more full. No, like Elephant Butte. Have you seen the pictures? Oh yeah, that thing ridiculous. is gonna it's gonna just. It's so sad. Go away. Uh huh. Yeah, there's nothing. No water. The water's gonna. As I drink some water. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but that's different. (laughs) Oh no. Shit. Yeah, but now that we're getting rains, like everything sprung up green all of a sudden. It was so straw looking. Everything was so drab and sad looking. Oh my god. I was like, oh my god, how can people not believe in this shit? Look at this. Look at it. What do you expect? And Uh right now, it's it's really beautiful. I think, to me, unfortunately, I think, well, it's, it's the boiling frog thing also. I've heard the boiling frog analogy mm-hmm. thing. Like, I've also I, heard it's not true. Uh, I, I did, I did too. I, I, but it's I, a good I, analogy. Yeah, yeah, sure. I had Googled it. And it says if anyone is most, uh, like... Likely to be boiled, it's us. Yeah, it, it was that <laughs> the humans are the ones. Really? Yeah, that, that are the most likely to <laughs> fall into that pattern. And I was like, like that, no, this is no, too real, man. True. Yeah. Not no, true. can't <laughs> be true. Yeah, and so like yeah, like climate change slowly we're slowly boiling, and then by the time it we're boiled, runs. it's it's too late. Like yeah. oh, oh, the it's water's like that boiling. movie. What is it called? called? Don't look up. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. It's like that. Everybody's like, no, 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 no. It's not true. No, it's not true about masks. No, it's not true. And, if you, and then top left. And if you ignore it, no. the problem doesn't exist. It's true. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Just ignore everything. It's, and I mean, I feel like that's the Sarcasm. that's that's humanity's mo right now. It's like, well, no. I think that we're too spoiled now. 
We've, we've been I pampered heard. too much as a society where, no, don't look at that. Look over here, guys. No, well, and, yeah, and you know what? I think even to the extent of, like, the the left, like, mm-hmm. or Democrats, e- even with however bad plastic is and the little changes we're trying to do, like, I don't think some of you realize the extent that, well, I, I, maybe some do. I don't want to, like, generalize and get, start getting angry yeah. <laughs> emails, comments, posts, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But how much, what an impact it would have on the whole society if we just like to eliminate plastic from one day to the next. Mm-hmm. Like plastic is not like unnecessary, but we definitely abuse it. Like, oh yeah. I'll give you that much, mm-hmm. but I, I, and again, who decides how, what counts as abusing, abusing <laughs> plastic or whatever, yeah. <laughs> I saw this one thing on um, Nestle and all of the plastic bottles and how they made it look um, to this one town like, oh, this is going to be so great for you all. We're going to pay you this much money. And they're freaking draining their springs oh, yeah. so much that they're pulling out mud now. Mm. And they're like, oh, it's still spring water. Like, bitch, it's spring mud. <laughs> well, like, here in Ridoso, they want to open a concrete plant and people are against it here. Well, because, because they're going to break your mountains yeah. up. The mountains, and, yeah, they're gonna probably use up a lot of water too. Where, wow, where, where are they even gonna get that? Wells, the wells that we have here. But yeah, we. Well. Well, well, well. British. The John Oliver just did a thing on on water, and we were talking about it earlier. That he talked about Utah. Or like Arizona was tapping a bunch of places like for underground water and then mm-hmm. that it's making well, once you take all the water from underground, like it's making the, the ground cave in. Yeah. And then in, in Utah they were starting to do that and like I think Utah has a bunch of golf courses in the middle of the desert. It's like, dude, this isn't sustainable it's not, to have Yeah. That's like why would work. you have golf courses Rich in people. Utah? Yeah, yeah. Rich old white men. <laughs> <laughs> they need their golf. And and then I think I don't. I think it was like the governor or something was asking for the whole state, a statewide prayer for more rain or whatever. Yeah, but let's not get rid of the golf courses. Yeah, let's that, not do what that won't really. Get, that won't get us extra water. How, <laughs> right. how is getting rid of golf courses? We're gonna, gonna close the golf water? courses for a few months. You know, yeah. like do something. Like yeah. you know how they give us water restrictions. Restrict golf coursing water. Too. Well, that's kind of interesting that you bring that up, too, because there are water restrictions, right? Like, go, coming up here, it says that there's a water restriction mm-hmm. enforced. Mm-hmm. But the golf courses look amazing right now. <laughs> well, it might be all the rain we got, but yeah, no, it I definitely probably I, I mean, extra. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder if they're getting watered or if it is. No, probably. They probably are. I wouldn't put it past any money. The yeah, money. money talks. All right, um, still from our, from our scenario earlier, um, now would you care to elaborate on anything with that? The scenario was uh, somebody's, well, somebody, like, I guess from your significant other, they're trying to get you to do something that goes against your culture, belief, or lifestyle. 
like how likely would you change or adapt or what are the circumstances when would you when would you not okay for example um abel changed my mind on homelessness i mean you know like i know homelessness homelessness is a problem here i know that in the united states specifically i know that um mostly men don't have resources for them and because abel was homeless for a while wow yeah he was homeless in lubbock and like he did not want to reach out to his family and help ask for help and this was before i met him so he got the ulcer because he wasn't eating right he was super stressed you know all of this other stuff and he told me there's nothing for men and i was like wow really like you couldn't go to a shelter he's like you don't want to go to the shelters you don't want to get picked up and taken to the tent cities you don't want to be on the police's radar you don't because then they're after you know they're after you more or you get your stuff stolen or you get even raped by other homeless people so that gave me a lot of empathy especially for homeless men because women you do see homeless women but there are more shelters more resources for women because we're not supposed to struggle as you know because we're the weaker sex or whatever and see in that that's where i see and i wonder well the the toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. this is where you shot yourself in the foot like you said you're so self-sufficient that you don't need any other help so now Mm -hmm. you're on your own and so now i wonder when they're in those situations like if they had any sort of toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. in their uh, in their lifetime leading them up to that point like so now was this worth it like were you should you have not (laughs) and and how yeah and how callous society is really they're really callous and they don't really see men they see men as dispensable disposable Uh because it's like well pull yourself up come on you can do it get get a job you lazy Uh bum you know and that's it's not so easy it's not so easy for people to do and um it's a learned behavior i would say that like yeah you you how you said that men have shot themselves in the foot mm-hmm. and it is like this whole tradition of like you know abel's dad told him no you have to be strong and mm-hmm. his, his dad told him you have to be strong and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so on and it's that and it's unlearning that for men and accepting the help because abel does not accept help easily he's doing it more now like for example he didn't come today because i told him you shouldn't go you shouldn't go you shouldn't go and he finally relented he was like okay fine i'll stay here and lay down and go to sleep because he was dying good job Abel. yeah yes finally listening to me (laughs) but it's it's that hard-headedness that i'm like why are you why are you resisting going to the doctor why are you resisting taking a bath take a damn bath with epsom salt something you know to help you and he took a bath today carla (laughs) yeah no i i I was like i want to go draw you a bath the way you told me to go yeah he he always goes i'm gonna go draw you a bath you look stressed and i'm like especially if it smells pretty (laughs) no and i even threw my menstruation epsom salts in there i was like i'm the lay smell girly and he was all in there oh this is nice so y'all y'all need to you need some rewiring to do too but i guess like going back to the original question that if I would, you know, I think that I have accepted influence from a lot of people that I've dated, 
like for example um, some of the people I dated weren't as religious as I was at the time I was super Catholic and I was like we have to go to church and I was living with him and he was like I don't want to go to church you know <laughs> it's like well it's a sin not to go to church so you have to go to church and then he'd nitpick everything that the priest said and I was like you're right that priest's an asshole so I started you know I started accepting influence so I think that that's what I I agree with accepting influence but if he was like oh, that same fucker told me well why aren't you more obedient oh hell no oh hell no don't tell me that what the hell uh, me obedient I'm not a dog first of all and second of all I am the most rebellious person you've ever met so why would I uh, obey you fuck <laughs> so there there was that line like he was I can't stand that word right Especially for he or for anybody, I hear that so anybody. often to some of the, the parents that I work with. Obedece. I'm like, are you kidding? You're telling your child obey mm -hmm. like they're a fucking animal. And Ugh. I mean, even to animals, <laughs> why are you so disobedient? Okay, well, it's because you have your own personality and you're super rambunctious little bitch. Right? <laughs> and you don't actually un like have a language that we're obey. both like. Yeah, obey. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Why would you understand my language? Yes. Like, <laughs> Your leg is falling asleep. They are totally asleep, and he's sleeping. You don't want to put him in the couch. He'll just end up waking up. Okay. Look at him! Oh my God, he's so mimis. <laughs> he's like falling asleep in the mid air. Like, <laughs> oh, poor squishy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Child problems. My legs are asleep now. <laughs> and you, Beno? Anything? Oh, well, yeah, ask me the question one more time. If you just want to elaborate on what it would, like, when you would adapt to the other person's culture, lifestyle, or when you wouldn't, or why you picked the number you did. So, with this topic, I have a, it's not even a close friend, it's, it's more of an acquaintance, and she just got married and they moved to, I want to say some, uh, Cuba or something, somewhere, where they are now, boy, they are really struggling, like struggling. And she used to be a teacher, like she had been a teacher for years and she was doing really well. I'm not sure what, what her husband, her now husband, uh, oh, they moved to the Dominican Republic. I mean, and it's poor, like, holy cow. Um, and so I see the struggle that they're going through <laughs> and she just adores this man that she's with and he has literally moved her into his home, which is in uh, almost like a slum. Mm -hmm. They don't have a roof. They, it rains and it pours inside the house. They have like, <laughs> like they don't have much. And she left her, her upstanding lifestyle to go and do that. And I'm just like, holy shit, you must love this man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even at that, I'm like, why don't you move him over here? Like, what is with that kind of thing? But then it goes back to, um, what is it called when it, like, martyrdom? Mm-hmm for their religious beliefs. Um, I'm starting to see that, like it's starting to emerge in her stuff, like 
they they did a prayer online. A sacrifice and or something. I, I'm or? not sure if that's what they're doing, but it looks like it. And I'm nobody to judge, right? But like secretly in my head, I'm like, holy fuck! Like, what are you doing with? How how could you do this? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to bring children into that? And maybe it's good. And I mean, knowing the other side of it, knowing but that's something what I just find it fascinating. Um, I'm trying not to be judgmental about it because I don't know and I don't talk to her enough. And I've thought, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll give him 50 bucks or so or something. And I'm like, wait a minute, but what the hell? Like, you just raised $1,000 or 700 800 I don't even know, close to $1,000 for a roof. I don't it's just it's it's above me um it's above my thought process is a lot of times that pun intended (laughs) (laughs) the roof i i just can't comprehend it right um and i i think that's something to chew on but when it comes to like that like sacrificing that much of myself for you like yeah sal i love you but you're gonna take me to this place <laughs> where we don't even have a fucking roof and you want me to bury your children and put them in here when i know that back in america or like back in the united states i could have a pretty damn good job i could probably get us a really nice house where i mm-hmm. don't like my my children are gonna have heating and cooling mm-hmm. basics at least and food on the table mm-hmm. and like not rock soup I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to yeah. have rock soup, but it's, it's from what they rough. make it seem, it's really bad. It's very grim. And so I'm like, um, okay, that much sacrifice to unlearning and learning? Oh, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's way too much of yeah. me. I will not. That's like, <laughs> you know, so yes, I'll sacrifice and learn and unlearn and whatever for people that I love, but that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. And like that that's one. your that's your line, <laughs> that's your limit. I need help. How's the more like? Oh, sorry guys, I'm struggling. Okay, there we go. That's um, it. yeah, that was my my next one. Is are there any situations where you don't think you would have to unlearn something? When I'm right. <laughs> like when, I, um, when I've been wrong with Abel, I'm like, okay, record this moment. Because <laughs> I'm never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, so what was it? <laughs> what situations you don't have to unlearn? Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're not wrong. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I guess when your convictions are really strong about something. But even... Yeah, because what if like machismo, the convictions are really strong. Yeah, they it. are. They are. Well, but for myself, I don't know. Because I used to be really religious, like super religious, and now I'm the complete opposite. I'm like anti anti theist. I would call myself sometimes. I'm like, really, <laughs> really, you guys are following those pedophiles, or you're <laughs> following that? What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, I just. Why though? <laughs> and so. Labels make everything worse rather than make it better. Like, why do I have to have a term for or believing or not believing? Why can't it just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> why can't I just exist <laughs> without you people? And I mean, it's... People don't come up to you and ask you, do you believe in God? I mean, and if they do, you can't really be like, no. <laughs> and you know, you know, do you... 
You can. I, I would ask why. Like, why does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Is it because if if I answer like you're already if you're asking me that you're already trying to predetermine something about me that yeah. you don't even really know. If I answer yes, you assume this. If right. I say no, you're assuming this without actually knowing. So mm-hmm. what what is it that you want to know? And I'd rather tell you that than you just assuming it. No, and I would rather people get to know me and then when yeah. they find out I'm an atheist, they're like, what? <laughs> like, you're not Catholic? Are you not Christian? Or you don't you're believe in Jesus? You're too nice to be an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I've gotten before. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> We, we exist. We're not all assholes. <laughs> I guess, yeah, even early on when I would come across atheists, it was just kind of the very, I don't, I don't even know the word, but just very, I guess, arrogant in a, in a way also and, and kind of, uh, I don't even know, but it, it was different from what I see other atheists are now, like. I guess the atheists before were very outspoken and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And also sometimes we wouldn't have very, the best arguments for it. Like, and it was just kind of, I don't know, fighting it for the sake of fighting it. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I don't they gave themselves bad reputations. And so I guess that's what stuck be. in people's minds. From, mm-hmm. Or what your priest tells you because your priest yeah. or your pastor or whatever, your religious leader. Because a lot of people don't never have a conversation with somebody that thinks outside of themselves. You know, they go to church and they have their buddies there and then they don't talk to anybody else. Even if you try to have a nice debate with them or conversation with them, they're not receptive. Mm -hmm. So. All right. um, I think that's mostly it. So now if we come back to the scenario... Do you think your number changed at all? From negative eight, right? No, the other one first. Uh, the one we were, I guess the one we were just Oh, 25. About. Yeah. 25. Um, so zero, or, yeah. Zero or one being not likely for you to change or adapt, mm-hmm. and 100 being very likely that you would change or adapt. I'll say 30. Be generous <laughs> with myself. <laughs> because, yeah, I have taken in the past because if you're dating somebody you take what they say into well at least I do take take that what they say into consideration and be like okay I can see where you're coming from about religion or I can see where you're coming from about men's men's issues too Mm -hmm. which I had no clue about before I was really like no men have all the all the benefits and men have all the all the fucking um, what's the word The the privileges. That's the word. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, like men have privileges. You're just born with a privilege. You have a wiener, you have a privilege. (laughs) And uh, now I'm seeing that. Like for tomorrow, what what is privilege? Leading into that. Yeah. (laughs) So I am seeing, like, even if you are a man, like, if I see a homeless man, he doesn't have all of this privilege. We all look away from him. And maybe he feels like a Muslim woman in a certain way. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. And yeah. We've, we've talked this, I've talked this, to this about with Veto is that I think one of the best ways to get people to learn is just through experience. Like, no matter oh, yeah. how much you try to 
explain something to them is like once they're experiencing it, it's like, well, why is this happening to me? Well, mm-hmm. like we freaking tried to warn you about this and you just ignored it or like you didn't care. Like, like let's say again, climate change because it's so small increments and like you're not gonna care unless you live somewhere where like like there's the water yeah the low water level or or high water level like higher than normal or lower than normal or whatever or more hurricanes more tornadoes whatever and and even then people are like well it's god's will yeah (laughs) and to me i'm sorry it's just that that's a very it's a cop-out it's like we must do something god doesn't help those that don't help themselves right that's a saying so yeah get get on it people come on and that was that was another one of those big misunderstandings from mere christianity is he from the way he made it sound is like you don't ignore science whatever science like (laughs) whatever god put all this stuff here for you to figure it out and if you figured it out then like good like congratulations yeah then (laughs) then do something about it like it's not also from another like kind of along those lines is god doesn't help in the way by changing the outcome or whatever like Mm -hmm. the outcome is still what's going to happen with these almost just makes you more tolerable or accepting of why it happened or like makes you understand it but it doesn't change like like if you pray for more rain like it's not he's not changing that he's not going to bring you more rain like Mm -hmm. If anything, he's going to make you more understanding of why there is no rain. And then you do something about it then. But it's not going to be like... At least that's what I got from when I read the book or whatever. Mm -hmm. But what do I know as a (laughs) (laughs) non-Christian? Number changed on yours? What was I at? You were at a 50. 50. Even 50. I feel like you guys made me want to unlearn more. Uh, even though I don't good. want to. Like, I don't want to, but I want to. The, the cognitive dissonance is getting to you. You're like... Mm, uh, uh. It's like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a brain really, like Yeah, no, like... Arkham Sockham robots in your head. I've forgotten well, because what cognitive person, dissonance feels like. You think that you're right sometimes. You do. In your beliefs belief or, or yeah even though yeah. you're aware that your belief is probably on unsteady ground mm-hmm. it's kind of like well it works right but that's a dangerous place so it reminds me of echo chambers too oh yeah yeah but it makes sense in the position that i'm in like in my specific position. And I'm assuming that there are other people in the same positions, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't have a lot of people that I talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't, right? And so the ones that I am surrounding myself with, they're the same. And then like, so then I have a spouse, right? Like then Sal, it's good to discuss and to talk about it. But then if you're challenged by a spouse, then you're like, well then fuck me. Right? Like, you don't like me because you're trying to push my... <laughs> push my, your agenda. My, your yeah, boundaries. Your, and your beliefs, beliefs on yeah. me instead of being like, well, what do you think about this? And blah, blah, blah. Right? So it's very... They're very uh, toe-the-line kind of, mm-hmm. of moments. Mm-hmm. Because is it up to him to teach me this? Mm-hmm. You know? Or is it up to him to question that? 
you know, then, yeah, so some people can argue yes, some yeah. people could argue, ooh, you better not, because then, uh, uh. Well, and like, like, like I said, the, the cognitive dissonance, it, it really hurts. Literally, it hurts you. <laughs> it's like, like, it hurts my brain. Like, um, Abel told me the other day, I know my parents are controlling, but so are yours. And I was like, but I've, I've... I know you are, but with my... <laughs> <laughs> but I've overcome that already. I've had years and years of te- therapy, and he's like, no. They tell you to do something, and you feel super guilty if you don't do it. And I'm like, that's true. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm free. It's I'm un- free. It's I'm un- free. It's not true. <laughs> it My hurts. Work is yeah, no, I'm done. I'm good. I'm perfect. I don't have shit to work on. <laughs> but I do. It's like, it's such a hard journey to take. Because you're, yeah. it, it's exhausting, and it's, it's like, like I've set boundaries with my mom more and more because she used to text me all day long, all day. And I'm a, I do stuff with my hands. I work with my hands all day. And, and like, I can't be like, okay, pause, text back. Okay, now I'm done and keep going with my work. Oh, she just texts back, you know? It's, yeah. it's so annoying. <laughs> and I was like, I would tell Abel, I don't know why she texts me all day. He's like, stop answering her. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I have, and she's like, yeah, no, make it. And I'm like, no, you're trying to guilt I'm, me. Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. working. I'm, that's a, that's yeah. that's a one that needs unlearning is yeah. guilt tripping people is because one thing I've always thought about like guilting me into doing something is like fine you're getting what you want out of this mm-hmm. but I'm not doing it like willingly. Yeah, and so what do you want? Do I don't you just want, want to do it. Yeah, do you want the action or do you want me to actually want to, want to yeah. help you? Like no, no, I want and. You. <laughs> like for my confirmation we had you had to write this letter to the bishop because you're going to get confirmed for Catholicism and all this my letter had said that the the leader of the youth group was my my hero quote unquote right in my letter because I had been doubting God and I needed you know I went to the youth group and she showed me the way and my mom was like what your grandparents and I and your dad raised you Catholic and how dare you mention somebody else so I changed it and then it got the letter got read and my mom mm-hmm. brought it up the other day and i was like if you recall mom she was like ¿Cómo puede ser atea? how can you be atheist oh my god how do you, how do you dare like i haven't raised you that way did you did she recently <laughs> find out or no no okay. she's known for, for okay. like three years or four years now okay. but she brings it up every chance she gets because she sends yeah. me please pray for so and so and i'm like mom can you stop Seriously. sending me that? Yeah. Because I'm not gonna pray for that person. I don't give a shit. She's going. You're taking her to the doctor to get her cataracts yeah. fixed. Oh, good. Hopefully the doctors do their job. Yeah. And <laughs> right? I mean, come on. You want me to pray for her? Plus the doc. Come on. The doctor's got it. He's got this. Like if you had to he choose to- one or the other. <laughs> I told just, her like, yeah. then don't take her to the doctor. The yeah. the prayer's gonna fix it. But um. And she told me, and even the bishop picked your letter to, to read in front of everyone for your confirmation. I was like, Mom, if you recall, I had written a different letter and you made me change it. And she was like, I don't believe that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I had just talked about that with Abel and I told him, look at this. Look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guilt tripping is real. It's insane. Yeah. I don't know if that's well, for anyone else listening I know that's more of a Hispanic thing, oh, or, yeah. or or other <laughs> cultures or whatever that do it too. But well, I know like East a- East Asians or uh, Asian people are yeah. really like heard, you yeah. see red, 
Yeah, their parents are. Oh yeah. Red. Yeah. Oh my god, red. I love that movie. It's Ooh. so cute. <laughs> but it's adorable. All right. Uh, little did so. Did your number change? Uh, I want to unlearn more. So whatever that is. Whatever. Yeah. Whichever <laughs> way that goes. Do it by ten. By ten. <laughs> yeah. Forty. Right. Forty. Fifty. Forty. Yeah, you were at fifty, so go to sixty. I guess sixty. Cause, yeah, because you were more likely to change. More likely to. I adapt. was more likely to do it for others, and now I want to do it more for myself. No, no, it's not like for yourself or not. It's just like if you were. Yeah, like you your likely, number. How yeah. likely are you to be influenced by your no, how, significant yeah. other? Yeah, how likely are you to change or adapt to the new situation? Zero being not likely, like you're gonna stay in your ways, or a hundred being you'll you'll change. So you said by ten. 50 going to 60 being more likely to change or no less more likely 40. less likely okay and i, I want to take myself my... into consideration yes okay do. so with this specific thing i was actually this is way way before sal i didn't know him um <laughs> dun, dun, dun. i was dating some guy and he was totally not our <gasps> our culture <laughs> and he was like yeah when we get married, we can do this kind of wedding. And I was all, ah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk to him again. <laughs> I was Ghosted. Like, do you try to your brother? No. no I, I haven't seen that one. He was so sure about this ridiculousness. And I was like, have you asked me what I want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like, well, back then, I think that I was more selfish than now, which I am more selfless. Is it raining again? No. Oh, no. Oh, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I think that I'm important, too. Oh, I was going to say, oh, yeah. it reminded me of a line from I Met Your Mother when Marshall says something about him picturing his wedding or something. He's like, oh, I've been wedding. And then Barty's like, you've been picturing this since since you were a little girl or something like that. <laughs> well, yeah. And like, toxic masculinity there. Too, yeah, <laughs> men are allowed to dream of their wedding day too. You know, men yeah. have a say in their wedding too. Like those bridezillas that, no, yeah. no, it's oh me. Oh my gosh, my that day. show used to be so gross. I loved watching it though. I did too. I did too. And they I were just so gross. It. Yeah, you know, they're disgusting people. But I, um, And I think I'm going to change my number two again. Because I I have been influenced a lot by partners, maybe uh, maybe now I wouldn't be as as likely, mm -hmm. but I'm still learning, and I mean you never stop learning. Mm -hmm. So um, forty, I'll give myself forty. We have changed minds today. Twenty five to forty. <laughs> <laughs> Before we continue, can you help me adjust again? Sorry. Uh -huh. He's a heavy baby. Mm -hmm. He's heavy duty. Mm. That guy. We're almost done. His almost head's almost as big as yours. Oh my god. <laughs> His bladder for sure is. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 I have tiny bladder. Oh. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> I guess. Have you changed? Your mind? I am. He's like, no. I kind of want to say no. <laughs> he never changes on these things. No? I do every once in a while. It's okay. But like, That's why we do these, to yeah, see if I we guess. can change your mind. Well, We're just not able I've to. I've changed a bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> not by a lot, but I 
guess in this one, like, like I've said, I've said before, like, I feel like I've already thought of a lot of different scenarios. So when I'm more likely to change when somebody does say a scenario I haven't come across or I haven't thought of, like, oh, okay, I hadn't thought of mm-hmm. this angle or whatever. And so... Just something new for you to think about. Yeah, and so then that's when, but a lot of these, that's why I have so many of these topics because I've already thought about a lot of this stuff and I'm like, no, I think this is where where I stand on it. Mm-hmm. But, um, hmm. so now I was at a, I was at a 15, so I'm, I think I'm probably going to stay at a 15. That's a little biased, no? What? <laughs> like, that these are your brain children and so it's more like we should be trying to change your mind. You can. Out but of, like, like all of it. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying... I was just... Because you're like, yeah. I, I think that I've already thought all of these things through. Well, yeah. like not, I'm not saying I know all the scenarios, but... Right. From whatever my mind has thought of, like, there's very... There's, there's very few times when, like... Your mind is blown? Not even that. Like, even if it's... Like, I guess, like, the one Carla just mentioned about um, the homelessness, like, really I hadn't really thought of mm-hmm. the extent of male homelessness yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, and, like, you see old men on the street, and you're like, we'll get a job, but it's... No, and then, like, and see, like, that, something like that, I have thought that it is harder to get out of it than what people make it seem. Mm-hmm. But I have the, thought of that. All the deficiencies but, in the system for men. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of that, and I hadn't yeah. thought of even the the little culture within homelessness, like how yeah, no, like is. Abel was saying to to try to avoid certain things because it's you're mm-hmm. yeah, and so like see that I would have libraries never... are their friends, like they love love they live in the library the most the most amount of time that they can, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a free public space that you can be in, and you're not gonna get kicked out because it's not a nothing's for sale there basically, yeah, you know. Okay. Like, Starbucks doesn't want them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so see something something like that. So, again, not to... Well, Abel Blue sells mine today. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't even know it yet. And and even with... How how would you apply that situation to... Like, how would... I guess... Okay. So then I could adapt in that way. Let's go to a 20 then. (laughs) (laughs) Five points. All right. Um... Because how would I, I treat the homeless differently now? And I do try to like do the eye contact thing. Now, I don't know how much that means to them or not. But mm-hmm. like I try to not... Treat them like a disease. Yeah. and But again, sometimes on the flip side, some of them have not done this to themselves in the way that like... Not just that one person, like you did this to yourself, but I mean as... The whole homeless culture like some of the homeless people are doing kind of crappy things yeah. that makes us scared of you and so like we're going to try to stay away from you so we're not like hurt or anything like that so mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i try to try to take it like on a person by person basis but also as a culture you guys have collective behaviors that we've all come to either assume yeah. or yeah or or stay away from like, yeah steer clear like try to make our own judgment based on those Mm-hmm. others behavior so that also I think plays into our judgment of how we treat the situation it's also not socially acceptable for them to be homeless you know yeah it's not they're it, I guess it's, it is like how you say that um, 
it's they have behaviors that kind of repel everybody but also like for example Abel kept himself as groomed as possible he tried to mm. he tried to keep himself as presentable as possible he kept going to work he kept going to school he was going he, he was taking classes then and he was just sleeping on benches in the library sometimes he would walk all night because he couldn't get into the library so he had to walk all night so he wouldn't freeze to death it was it was really rough so there's a lot like that how did he overcome it <laughs> his dad kept calling him and his he was like i'm fine this and that don't, just don't come and his dad showed up one day and took him home he brought him to back to el paso okay. mm -hmm. that so one hurt he had to re-enroll at utep and start over whatever he was doing in texas tech that's crazy that at the university there was no assistance either. And he was getting assistance, but it's, you know how, bureaucracy? Bureaucracy. Yeah. Bureaucracy. bureaucracy. How do you, you say that word? Bureaucracy. <laughs> Whatever. How that works. That everything's so, so freaking slow. So, I mean, if you're outside in a week, it's, it feels harsher for him than for somebody living under a roof or something. Mm -hmm. And he saw people that he knew. That, that's what gets to me. It's like he saw buddies that he knew or he, yeah, he ran into people that he knew. And they, he told them, like, yeah, I'm homeless right now. And they were like, all right, take care. See you later. Bye. And it's like, bro, just come on. <laughs> How can you be so heartless? I don't know. We've given Sal and Vero something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, that's like, and he has so many traumas from it. Like he, he can't sleep at night without listening to podcasts or stuff. Um, because he had to keep an ear out, li listen out for people coming. How long was he homeless? Um, I think like. Maybe like six months, maybe? Dang. Maybe, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because he he was homeless since the summer and through the winter, but I'm not sure. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And working. Mm-hmm. And working and he'd walk everywhere because a but of another buddy of his wrecked his car. It was just such a shit show for him. It was a freaking snowball of crap. A crap, crap ball. Crap ball. All right, um, and then the other one, the negative 10 to 10 unlearning, which is more difficult, unlearning or learning. Any changes there? What did I say? That learning? Negative eight. Unlearning was harder? Yeah. I still think it is. Because you see people there, okay, like I've had debates with my mom for forever about many issues, like feminism, about um, work, about religion. Oh, religion's the biggest one. She is, and she's even told me, it makes sense what you've told me about the priests, that they're pedophiles, and I'm, I'm not for that, but I can't give up my religion. And it's just that mental block, like, I was raised here, this is me. It's, it's an identity, I guess. It's part of her identity. And that was another thing with the your Christianity book, is that <laughs> It separated your actual Christian belief away from religion. He's like, religion, I'm the Christian belief. 
it's like should be two separate things like if you believe in God and whatever like you follow it the way the Bible says he's like but all this like it's pretty much become a a corrupt government in mm -hmm. religion and like mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily represent God mm -hmm. that's what we I was trying to get out earlier also is that it's so askew from what it was or what it was intended to be and now it's more hurtful to so many people by guilting them and like giving them all of these unnecessary traumas than teaching love and teaching care and how to how to treat another person the way that they want to be treated not as you want to be treated you know and no, it's and just so and i guess messed up. the other thing too is sometimes sometimes I guess gets under my skin is when they try to do it and you you kind of still have to bring up that this is the way it was said in the Bible like why not just do it because you're doing the nice thing yeah and it, it feels like now again you're wanting something in return because of your good deed like right like or like God are you paying attention to me like like I'm doing this like like those people that record themselves feeding the homeless or whatever giving them money it's like come on <laughs> Come on. Like the latest one I saw was this guy giving some old lady flowers and she was crying and it's like, how embarrassing. I would I would be livid if so if I was on candid camera like that, I was like what the yeah. hell? <laughs> like uh, you caught Take me in a your... vulnerable moment, huh? Take your flowers. Yeah. <laughs> um but that's how religions operate. They operate in the guilt department because I, I lived it. Because I worked at um a Catholic school. And they, they were telling us during a staff meeting, we, well, parents are just not guilted into <laughs> donating money anymore. And that's literally verbatim yeah, what they yeah. said. And I was like, what? I was like, you don't say that out loud, people. Come on, have a little <laughs> dignity or some <laughs> yeah. self-respect. I don't know. But Dang. even, you know, I was like, I was blown away. I was like, oh. Yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I did. Jeez. I couldn't handle that shit no more. <laughs> I think I I'm gonna stay. I was at an eight, right? No, awesome. you're at negative five. Negative five? Oh. Unlearning. Unlearning is definitely more difficult for me. Huh? Unlearning? S yeah, significantly. Yeah. Like almost like an eight or a nine. Yeah. Instead negative of eight. Or negative nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The negatives. negative. Negative. Yeah. yeah. Because learning is quite easy. Once you do, yeah. Once you, I don't know. But unlearning the things that I have learned to open space for the new things to learn is difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty low there. It's like the, the what is it called? The like martial, martial art. Yeah, like with if the, you're a full cup. cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't fit anymore. Oh, you yeah, can't yeah. fit so anymore. So I got to empty It's going to spill over and it's like, yeah, you have to like toss some of that old dirty water out and Yeah, and you know, it's it just up. it's just difficult sometimes because you do get stuck in the monotony of their everyday work. Like Oh yeah. I mm -hmm. didn't used to think of myself as a workaholic, but I definitely love what I do. And then I delve into it and I'm like, yeah, I can take on everything. And then there's no time for me. Mm -hmm. And like this vacation specifically to come and do this, I was like wow. struggling, right? At the very beginning, yeah, it was a big, big struggle. And then now, like even today when I'm off of work, I was still working. 
but it wasn't much. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to allow this because whatever, right? And I was like, damn it, I shouldn't have. But just being in a different environment mm-hmm. has just been so happy. <laughs> like Relieving, it's right? So it's cleansing. peaceful. And mm-hmm. yeah, other than the fucking spiders around here, then I'm like, it hasn't been that bad. Careful with that thing. It's going to be full of spiders. Oh, guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it. Guarantee it. I'm not touching that shit. Don't shake it. Don't <laughs> touch it. Ew, they're all pink. Oh, all the bugs. Yeah, all the buggies. I'm going to say negative nine. Mine. Well, what, what were you? Negative eight. I, like, definitely unlearning is it is underestimated. Like, rough. Like, <laughs> now we're real, what we do. And for most of you, if you've listened to the other ones, I'm a teacher, 13 years. Beto? I'm a speech pathologist for almost 10 years. And I was a teacher. I was a, a music teacher too. But what did I last? Five years, and then I called it quits. I think five or six you. years. Oh called it quits, and now I make jewelry at home. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband supports me. <laughs> my fiance supports me. <laughs> my endeavor, because it's an endeavor. Yeah. So see, as a as a teacher, you know too that like it's harder to get them to. I don't really, yeah, like not even relearn something. It's unlearn something. Like you you. You learned this wrong, so like kind of forget about everything. Like, you can't get them to go back to a blank state. It's like mm-hmm. you can't unsee something. Or you oh, it's can't, like uh, erasing un- a, a chalkboard. Like that writing is still there, oh, yeah. and you struggle to get it off. Yeah, that's a good way of putting there it. There you go. Yeah. But it's like, like permanent marker or like semi-permanent marker. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. Know yeah. 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 No, I I'm mean, still struggling with the fact that they took off Pluto as a planet. So <laughs> I mean, you know, and it's been and that's, how long? And that's science. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I'm like, no, it's, a, a, it's a planet in my heart. <laughs> You're a planet, Pluto. Fine, in your heart it is, but in science it yeah. isn't anymore. And like, sometimes I think, like, and Pluto doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's not sentient. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's funny too. That Pluto doesn't care. Science doesn't care. Okay, you could, like, it's just our, our emotional side is just like yeah why? it's super attached right yeah and it's like why does this matter so like <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard to let go of what you've learned and then you get all these um what is it called confirmation biases oh, from other yeah. people and and con- cognitive cognitive dissonance when someone says something that contradicts what you're saying and it's yeah. like no that's and what is it that the more you the more evidence you show people oh, the yeah. more they double they, down or triple down on what yeah. they know and that was that was part of the street epistemology thing is like how did you come to to figure this out and like would you use this method to figure anything else out and so if you wouldn't use this method to figure this out why does it apply to this one or whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, oh, i don't know all right i think that's it right Think so. We, we changed, we changed the minds today. Did we? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we changed some numbers there. Yeah. Even even Sal changed numbers. So I know. Thank you, Abel. That's a win yes. in our book right there. Yes. Next time we'll have <laughs> Abel because we need his his wisdom on here too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My He's brain's smart feeling boy. real broken. Your uh, brain? Yeah. It's either the lack of sleep or. Y'all broke my brain. Too much information. Or all of the information overload and lack of sleep. And you have a baby on your lap, so. 
I know my ass is numb. Literally, <laughs> I can't feel my cheeks. Yeah, no, these nice. chairs are. Oh, my chair is not that comfortable. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. You don't. You didn't make the chair. You didn't put the chair here. <laughs> oh, mine has squishy butt, but it, yeah, don't, mine, it doesn't matter. See, this one's not squishy. All right. Our next episode will be on privilege, I think. Visit our website, www.omni-versal.com. Email is info at omni-versal.com. Follow us on Twitter at Eclipse Views. Uh, sign up for our email list. And we got some, if you sign up for our email list, you get a 5% off anything we sell on our website. All right. Wait. Let's I wanted Carla to put her plug on. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's a, yeah. You are a business owner. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Majestical Sasquatch Jewels. Um, I'm on Instagram, so Majestical underscore Sasquatch underscore Jewels. Um, and I make beaded jewelry. Um, and yeah. It's <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Is that your new... Uh, Roe v. Wade inspired one. Oh yeah, my little uteruses. <laughs> yeah. I had already made Uter- those, but uterize. Uterize. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Not uterize. <laughs> but a, a lady that had bought another uterus from me came up to me and she's like, "My my friends all want one, so I got two. Making more. <laughs> so they're yeah. Got to make more, more uteruses. And uh, they look like the devil apparently. So yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. Evil. <laughs> Evil uterus. Evil uterus. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. Bye bye. Appreciate it.